there. Glad you could join us. We've got a jam-packed episode for you today, so we're just going to skip the small talk and dive right into it. For our first show, we head to New York City Center and to their Stage 2, where Mint Theatre Company presented The Daughter-in-Law. This is an interesting work indeed, and it's really well performed by the entire cast. Um, It's a work from 1912, if I remember what I was reading about, Um, set in the British Midlands, um, middle of England, on the western side, if memory serves me right, in a mining town, Um, and it's about, um, like, there's these two younger sons, the youngest and the second youngest, and the second youngest is now married, and his wife basically proposed to him. And they're having marital troubles, and the mom is kind of somewhat in the way, and 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 the daughter-in-law eventually like, confronts her, basically saying, "You coddle him too much, and you, he won't love me because he's too busy loving you." And it's an interesting, huh. it's an interesting like early twentieth-century work. Um, and um, yeah, it, it, the feminist in me was kind of like, "Ah, this is not a good piece for the time," because. You know, it, it's emotionally abusive relationship, um, but she still stays with him. And I'm just like, oh. Uh, oh, and also he, before they got married, he knocked up a, a local girl. Oh. And they're wanting to just pay her so that, like, you know, pay the child support all in one go. And that way the problem is gone. And I'm like, mm. That's how we create he, a cycle he, of abuse. Well, he wants, to, <laughs> he wants to do the right thing, but mom wants to sweep it under the rug and... It's it's I mean it's a whole mess so it's it's timely in that like you there are some good qualities to it but then there's also some other things that I'm like oh these don't I don't like the way some of the women are portrayed that's me but that's not anybody in the acting actors that's design that's just the script and you know it's from a different time the accents in the show are incredible like you you would have thought these people literally came from this place. That's how good they were. They're flawless. Um, the humor was mild, and I would more point in the direction of wit. It wasn't, ha, 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 I'm rolling on the floor laughing. It was more like, ha, ha, okay. Let's see what you did there. Uh, very British. The set was very detailed, and I especially love the use of real food again. You know, have another show with real food uh, and, and drink throughout the show, which was cool. Um, and I also like that they would move walls. It's a small space, so they'd move walls, open doors and stuff to create the three different sets they needed. And that was in a small space that helped really develop and, and move the story. I also want to point out the sound. The sound was really, really good. When you walked in, um, you walked in, and as you were waiting for the show to begin, and at intermission, you could hear the mines in the distance and cars driving by, which helped you know, settle the scene for you. Um, and the songs that were sung during scene changes and that were really really cool um the tension and the passion that existed between the characters was really real and deep like the the husband and wife it was sometimes because of the accents and that you didn't quite know what they were saying but because of that tension you could you know you knew you know what, what they were saying yeah. yeah so again bravo to the actors for knowing what they were saying and really really selling the story Tickets for this show playing in New York City Center Stage 2 are on sale through March 20th, 2022.
Next is an exciting night and show indeed. We had the amazing fortune of attending the opening night of The Music Man at the Winter Garden Theater. Okay, now I know we've talked about the show before, but we've only mentioned it when it was in preview. So now we want to give you an update um, now that it's officially open. We've done this with a couple other shows, uh, like Company. Um, so, you know, this will be the last time we talk about Music Man, really, until we do the full-on episode. First of all, this is our first, well, at least mine. Well, it would, technically yours as well. Yes. First Broadway opening night and what a night oh my gosh I had no idea what opening nights like what all the hubbub was about until I got to attend a Broadway opening night it's incredible um thank you thank you to all of you who joined us on the live event it was amazing to reach out and talk to some of you and answer some of your questions and and you know just experience what we could together as a community and we now have pictures up from that uh, opening night up on our Facebook and our Instagram, so check those out. Um, when we arrived, there was a marching man playing. Um, we were greeted with 76 trombones, which was cool. Uh, we uh, we had our our lovely longtime listener, longtime mom, uh, <laughs> forever mom, <laughs> Karen Karen with us. Um, and we didn't realize so we didn't realize until we saw the pictures the next day like who who the who's who that were there so as we walked in after they checked our vaccine cards and went through security we both your mom and I remembered the the purple dress but we didn't realize that Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively just whoop casually walked right by us so just you know I don't know but the energy in the theater was incredible. And, you know, we're just in there. We're seeing people like Fran Lebowitz and the governor and the mayor and Andrew Lloyd Webber and Anne Will Hathaway. Swenson and Brian Stokes Mitchell and Michael Grief and that. And I'm like, hi, everybody. And I'm here. You know, I felt like uh, Kristen Wiig in the SNL skit, you know. And I'm not allowed upstairs, you <laughs> yeah. know, with the tiny hands. Like, what am I doing here in the orchestra of all places? So when the show finally started, <clears throat> friends, Romans, countrymen, I we are stage whisperer and we're going to be critics for a moment. <laughs> the show was even more tightened up than before, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I mean, absolutely fantastic. It was nothing but a good time. Okay, no- when you have the hobnobs and the hoo hoos and the you know the 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 A-listers at your show, and you're doing 76 trombones, and you see them bobbing their head and clapping their hands with the beat, or when you're doing Trouble, and they're also doing the same thing, or when they're doing, well, my favorite was Wells Fargo Wagon, watching all the, you could see the eyes, the smizing, and everyone's head just bobbing around with it. All I can think is, I don't want to hear one bad thing from anyone, because you're all having effing fun. You're all having a good time. Like, you can't sit there and say, oh, it's terrible. No. I see you, you know. (laughs) You were having a good time. I should have stood at the lip of the stage and videoed and been like, look at you. You're having fun. And in fact, at intermission, when I went down to go to the bathroom, that's all I kept hearing. Oh, this reminds me of my childhood. It's just so much fun. Like, it's not dreary or dark or really dramatic. It's just fun. And I was like, yeah. That's the point. Because sometimes that's what you need. (laughs) Sutton and Hugh are like two kids in a candy store. It's ridiculous. 
ridiculous. That library scene <laughs> is out of control. Mm-hmm. I can't have... Okay, so this is the third time I've seen the show. And I literally feel like they're playing a game of, I'm going to make you crack. No, I'm going to make you crack. Mm-hmm. And it's... So, because they're having fun, the rest of the cast is having fun, and now we're having fun. Mm-hmm. Are the tickets expensive? You betcha. Is it worth it? Every penny. You'll have the most fun ever. Well, and here's the here's the thing, and I know my opinion is biased, um, and I haven't been. I I have told you guys in the past how the Music Man is never been one of my favorite shows because uh, there's some pragmatic things within the original script and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. And the way that this is done has made has made me like the show and so i'm having a good time so it's kind of it's been replacing all of the negative music man memories that i have with these new fun fresh ones because everyone is just having a good time and there's a time and a place to be moved and changed and 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 transformed by theater and then there are also times where you just need a good escape for a little bit and just where you're just smiling because you're enjoying a story the the before i dive into a few other things i also want to address something that i've read a lot of there is diversity in this show now look the top four characters uh harold hill marion peru mayor and his wife like that okay they're not even the top six because you also can throw um uh, Marcellus and and the widow peru they're not people of color i get it but then you look past that though and it is diverse as the day is long. And I want to say, you don't notice that, though. That's, that's my biggest thing. Is The first thing uh, I didn't notice was diversity in the cast. I didn't go, oh, how lovely that half of the quartet is of color. Actually, three quarters, because didn't you say that one of them is... is, is Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. <laughs> I didn't sit there and go, oh, how lovely. Look at the, the diversity. That it, I literally was just like, this is so enjoyable. Look how talented and look how great they sound. I'm all for diversity. I think we need more diversity. But at the same time, if the new normal is that it doesn't, we don't notice the diversity, that's also a good thing. If, if that diversity is the normal, you know what I mean? Because that is, your cast is very diverse and very talented. Oh my God. Our so, cast is, is amazing. Another thing I just wanted to bring up as a sidebar. I've mentioned before in the preview about the Shibupi colors and the costume, how I think they're supposed to be corn. And then I had this other realization, just a plant the seed um they're all in like yellow and orange and black and the colors for the two major universities in iowa are yellow and orange and black just gonna put that out there iowa and iowa statement (laughs) anyway the dancing was amazing they redid the finale which i missed the small groups but also the finale looked really really great so it was an absolutely incredible night of sheer joy just stellar i'm a proud husband Seriously, I, I I mean, the show is great and getting this experience is great, but I'm super, super proud of my wife. I'm beaming. I don't have words. Like, that's all I could think of. I was like, oh, my God, look where she's at. Ah, my wife's on Broadway. Wah. Oh, but you're seeing Hugh Jackman. I could care less, though. My wife is on Broadway. Ah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's amazing. I'm so proud of her. But this show is amazing, and I'm so happy that I got to be a part of it. I'm so happy that you get to be a part of it. You know, unfortunately, that means you don't get to join me as often, but... I know. Darn. Hey, but I'm having a fun time with the Music Man, eight shows a week. Darn skippy. Tickets for the show at the Winter Garden Theater are on sale through November 6th, 2022. 
And this concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune into our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez. And I'm Hope Bird. Reminding you to turn off your cell phones. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blue by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Harry Talley and Billy Murray.